All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Brody Cast. I'm Spencer, and I'm joined by, as always, Greg and Adam. I'm Greg. I'm Adam. Yes, they are. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing, people. We recorded an episode about natural born killers. And the episode that you're about to hear. The episode that you're about to hear. Um, but we found some startling information after watching the movie and after recording our episode because we felt a little skeptical about Brody's um, role. Brody's role or in the appearance. Film. His appearance in the film. Yeah. Greg, Greg did a little Googling and he found something quite fascinating. Tell us about it. So, as you'll see, and as we discussed in the episode, Brody is listed as uncredited for Natural Bone Killers, both on Wikipedia and on IMDb. Fishy. Fishy. And, you know, all over the internet. You know, all there, over the internet, there are lists yeah. everywhere, like, oh, people you might not have known who are in Natural Born Killers. Agent right. Brody. Yeah. Cameraman number two, right? Just, just cameraman. I think just cameraman. Oh. Yeah. So, what we've uncovered, um, and we really have to credit, for the most part, uh, a woman by the name of Patricia. Oh, Patricia. Who runs two sites dedicated to Brody. One is Every Brody Movie, with this, which is suspiciously similar to <laughs> our podcast, which we did not realize when we began. Uh, the second one is brody.fandomsavant.com, a.k.a. Emotionally Evocative. Mm. Now, what um, Patricia had this theory that Brody was not this cameraman. And she eventually put up evidence that that yeah. absolutely appears to be the case, that it yeah. is not him. I'm going to play this little clip here that she ended up linking to, um, which really just proves the point. It's Adrian Brody on the Opie and Jim Norton show uh, in May on May sixteenth, twenty sixteen. So here we go. And you you were on Natural Born Killers too, but you had like really a small no, part. No, a, oh, is that not true? That's not even true. That's like it's I don't know why that's still on MD. I know. Is you were uncredited. A lot of, I know. It's very weird. <laughs> what a, I, would, I don't even know where that came from. I know. I would love to it's know. Like cameraman. Or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Right? So I figured maybe you were early in your career and you just did something. Uh, um, no. Oh, shit. So many questions. <laughs> so, breaking straight, news. Straight from the horse's mouth. Asian Brody was not in Natural Born Killers. No, he wasn't. Now, one thing that we have figured out, um, which I don't know. I don't think we found this anywhere else and anybody else mentioning it, but... This is original research. This, yeah. is, a, this is our own research, yeah. But the person that is, certain, is currently credited or uncredited as Brody, but is on Brody's page, is Dave Pesquezzi. Yeah. Um, who Actually, you... I found this in a... There was a book that I found on Google, mm. like Google Books. It was like a book on Tarantino because Tarantino had some sort of... He was involved in the movie and it said, oh, people who were in... Who were uncredited in this movie. It said Adrian Brody and this guy, David. So that was in a book too? Yeah, it was in a book. Mm. And then I looked up... In the book, it said David looks a lot like Adrian Brody. So we looked on Google Images and he certainly does. So the only thing, you know, I don't think most people would recognize Dave Pasquezzi, um, other than the fact that he looks like Adrian Brody, right. but about 10 years uh, older. Um, yeah. But Dave is also from the improv group TJ and Dave. Yep. Mm -hmm. TJ of TJ and Dave is in the Sonic commercials these days. Hey. <laughs> um, so we will update the Wikipedia pages for both Dave and Brody. Yes. More importantly, Brody. It's, yeah, I don't know if we can update the IMDb pages, but we'll try. We'll try. We'll, yeah, we'll reach out to IMDb we can, we can and we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know. Hashtag help Dave. Hashtag help Dave. Hashtag 
correct the record of Adrian Brody's Hashtag IMDb the truth is out So, there. long story short, Brody is not in this movie that we're about to talk about yeah, and that but, you've likely already watched, but it's on his Wikipedia page. So, based on our rules, we have yeah, to watch, yeah, watch every it. movie yep. that's on the Wikipedia page for Adrian. Yep, and that's why we decided to post the episode as well, the following episode you're about to hear, if you still wish to, to listen to it, even though Brody's not in it. So, knowing this, you may want to... You know, you can skip Natural Born Killers if you'd like. Well, but I will say I that this episode... It's an entertaining episode of the podcast. This episode, is, it's, it's pretty good. We, yeah. we all hate the movie. We, we really alert. rape into this movie. So I think we, we roll the song now. Yeah, let's all do right. it. All right. So enjoy the following episode. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to week five of the Every Adrian Brody Movie in Chronological Order podcast, a.k.a. BrodyCast. I'm Spencer, and as always, I'm here with Adam and Greg. Say hello, boys. Great to be back. It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Every time. <laughs> anytime. All right. This week, we watched a real, a real fun one. Uh, Natural Born Killers, the Oliver Stone-directed, Quentin Tarantino-written movie about two sadists who Mm -hmm. embark on a journey of violence and yeah Yeah, Um, yeah, modern day bonnie and clyde that are kind of they're they're even they're pushed on by the media right they become media uh, loves them become cult heroes cult cult figures Mm -hmm. like like manson kind of yeah um who is sort of he's referred to as the king in this film um yeah i think if you could if you could see the looks on our faces uh right now (laughs) i think it would speak volumes as to how we all felt about this movie uh very no one liked it yeah that was (laughs) it it was trying to be it was a pretty bad movie it's not a fan it stylistically is something is going on for but at the end of the day for me it's like for a movie that's like this weird, it felt boring. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. I nearly fell asleep at that I one mean, point. And again, I don't know if it's like you know, it came out in '94. Something. That I was looking at a Roger Ebert review. He was talking. He was comparing it a lot to like people's fascination and obsession with court dramas and like O.J. Simpson and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. It, people are still obsessed with that today. But I, I think maybe it's just more at the forefront. Maybe maybe yeah. just like there are things that are. Maybe feel worse Maybe than this now. The bleeding edge of media yeah. criticism. I don't know, but yeah, I mean they had their message and they just hammered it. It's really in your face like really the entire film in your face. Yeah, it was and a little, little too much. Think, Not a little too much. You know, it, was, it was a lot. Just a too lot much. of <laughs> style over substance. I feel like the the only substance <clears throat> of the movie I felt like was the sort of oh you know they're making a very clear argument of the complicity of media yeah. in the you know ongoing mm-hmm. violence in the United States, but. You know, it only takes two minutes to make that argument, and then there's a hundred or an hour and fifty-six minutes remaining, where they just continue to say that with the increasingly more and more like canted and flashy sort of uh, yeah, you know, filming techniques. That I did not like this movie. <laughs> really, really did not yeah. like it. I mean, sometimes the the style was like kind of interesting. 
But a it, lot of, I mean, it was, it was just very dizzy. It, yeah. Dizzy. That's a, that's yeah. a good this is description. Good. It was, you know, it's a very canted angles a lot right. of the time. And like yeah. moving back and forth within the same shot. The, the camera, is, I don't think it was, I think it was handheld the entire time it felt like. Or, I mean, handheld or, like, deliberately fucked with yeah. so that it... Yeah, just, like, wacky looks, angles. Yeah, it just looks <laughs> tilted. And, uh, I mean, one of the parts that I thought was most interesting was the part with Rodney Dangerfield, who played Juliet Lewis, who's the, the Mallory. She's the, the Bonnie of yeah. the Bonnie and Clyde couple in this. Right. Well, they, they do kind of a whole little bit where it's uh, just, like, a very messed up uh, sitcom, sitcom. Where there's a laugh yeah. track, and, and Rodney Dangerfield is, like, touching his daughter and it, it's it's, he's beating his <laughs> yeah he's like he's beating his uh his wife um but that was that and was yeah, fairly interestingly like done uh and <laughs> i think that that played kind of the role of the movie showing like different kinds of media and what it was doing better than any other part of the movie um but other times like when the camera was just switching from black and white to color and from like film to to yeah, digital like, and, would look like a grainy it, film it, it, it just like that it was just like here's style for the sake of style and the whole movie the point is to, you know it feels like part of the point is just like in your face but it, it again like 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 these guys said we got that in the first two minutes right and i yeah. you know maybe there's something to be said about like the the in your face style and the the constant switching between different sources of media as like commentary on just how inescapable violence is if you're you know plugged in somewhat to the media mm-hmm. like landscape or whatever but still like i really did not think it necessitated uh, however long it was almost two hours it was was two hours and two minutes where you know i mean we all work in media so maybe we're a little bit biased but it i don't know i've just (laughs) i just really hated all the all the performances were like way over the top like it was all like full force probably by design Woody oh, Harrelson yeah, sure. and Juliet Lewis are the two people. I, I think yeah. that they, I don't know who I would have picked who would be better at playing these Bonnie and Clyde type characters. No, I mean because they are so strange and they do over, they, they are do over a the top. Good job um, for yeah. what I feel like the movie is about. I can't yeah. imagine anyone else being cast. I mean, no. even with you know Robert Downey Jr. as the Australian type like newscaster Crazy, guy yeah. who's yeah. all about the ratings and stuff like that. He did a good job with what you know the character was i mean tommy lee jones was two-faced from the like batman forever yeah. whichever mm-hmm. one that was that we watched yeah and i think which was good i think tommy lee jones yeah, had tommy probably lee the jones best performance and tom sizemore was pretty good although like oh yeah i didn't really understand his character at what all <laughs> was going yeah. on with his character he was like a police detective like a famous police detective but, then was but also he also killed someone and uh, and he wanted to sort of a rapist. Yeah, yeah he wanted to definitely rape, getting rape. towards. Did he, oh, he oh he killed that girl that I think he was having sex with. Also, yeah, unexplained. Yeah, we we see him like killing of... a prostitute, but like that's kind of the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that this leads into our next weekly feature, which I think the next few parts of our show are going to be fairly short. What? Well, because Adrian Brody. So. Oh yeah, we didn't even discuss Adrian Brody. Yeah. So we're that's the we're getting to the, we're the Brody sighting. Yeah, I mean he's the Spencer. So hold on, let me pull up my phone here because I have this written down. Yeah. yeah. Um, Adrian well, Brody plays a very uh, minor role right. in we, the film. Blink and you'll miss it again. Yeah. We knew going in that his role was uncredited. Yep, right. uncredited. And then he was a cameraman. He was uncredited as cameraman. So um, we we knew. 
it, it might be like a tough one to find just like in New York stories. Yeah. I had seen I had seen some people some things said uncredited. I'd seen a couple things say cameo. Oh, my, but huh. but I would not consider this. My no. understanding no, of a cameo, a cameo is like a line or it, it, well, it's often somebody who like comes in. I think is themselves, or at least like yeah. a very small role that like they come in and out. But like you're like oh, but it's like someone like you like recognize, a, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quentin Tarantino. I mean, and at this and point his, in 1994, yeah. I can't imagine too many people recognized Adrian Brody. No, well, unless they saw Agent Angels in the Outfield, and even then, yeah. Um, I mean, so right. we got through one hour. 15 minutes and 41 seconds of this movie without seeing Adrian Brody. Mm-hmm. And he, so his, he plays a cameraman, like we said, um, or audio operator of some kind. Yeah, he could have been like a boom mic. like a giant, uh, what looks like a, like a hair dryer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's some sort of like live feed thing. A I traffic think. cone. Yeah. The traffic like, cone maybe. Yeah. Yes. Well, cause there are, he's at the prison while right. Robert Downey while Jr.'s character is interviewing, him. um, Woody Harrelson's character, and we we actually didn't know if it was him at first. There was a big argument once. Uh, what appeared to be Adrian Brody came on screen. We paused it, and uh, we're like, "Well, is that actually him?" Nearly killed each other over it. it was, yeah, it was the movie. Really, it affected us deeply. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm still. Yeah, Spencer's still, still on the fence. I don't know if that's him. <laughs> it was it, him. It was he, absolutely him. He did a frame-by-frame frame analysis. And it, like, <laughs> the face, there's something weird. They made him up differently. Yeah, he, he looked a little odd, looked, I will say. He didn't look... It looked like there was, like, a gap in his teeth yeah, as well. Like yeah, it didn't look like I don't know. It's, I, mean, I mean, uncredited, clearly no speaking lines. Right. You know, it's unfortunate. And, you know, we have to take... I mean, we have to take the wiki... Wiki list is gospel. I feel like if mean, yeah. they say he's in it, he's in it. Yeah, he's, and it, I he's mean, absolutely this is the only, only character that even remotely looks like Adrian yeah. Brody. So and he, and he, he was to, a cameraman, so it seems like <laughs> that he was. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like that was him. Yeah, but it's still we did. Have we to get stop yeah, him we get like a couple shots of him, and then uh, Woody Harrelson's character, I guess, essentially breaks out of prison or. Attempts to break out of prison and grabs a shotgun and starts shooting people once the interview is over. And I think we're, we're led to assume that Adrian Brody's character is, is shot and killed. Yeah, it's I, unconfirmed. We never yeah, I don't see think a body. We, right. I don't think we see – we don't see him go down in particular. At least it wasn't clear. Right. So but then, maybe, but then maybe we see he, the, the rest of the characters leaving the room and he's not one of them. Right. He, and that's their kind of MO is that they shoot everybody. Yeah. yeah. So but it, in, it's a setup for the sequel. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. In, in an alternate in an alternate uh, uh, timeline here, yeah. Brody's still alive, crawling on the floor in his, in his blood, and uh, he takes over. Yeah. Sort of. He, uh, he, he is the natural born killer. <laughs> yeah. He's reborn in that scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, yeah. they asked, you know, are, do you believe in reincarnation or whatever to Robert Downey Jr.'s character at the end? So maybe... Maybe that was a hint of what's yeah. what's to come. If there was a sequel to this movie, I would not see it. Yeah, unless Adrian Brody right. was in the starring role. In then which both case, we would have to see. It. Right, I, we would. Yeah. We would I, right. want we would to see it, and we would have it. to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't trust. Uh, I just I don't trust Oliver Stone to make a sequel <laughs> to the mm. Natural Born Killers. I, you know, he's he's a talented director, but yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, this, this film, film seemed like, and it was a script got... by Tarantino too. I mean, well, it's... story by Tarantino. Oh, he True didn't actually write it. Story. He had yeah. like written the story, and then they oh, like took it and changed it. a bunch of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's so they gave it... him credit, some credit, but 
you know. Yeah, I mean, we were it talking... It may be like True Romance, where they, like, took a story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he disowns this movie. I, I don't I know one so. way or the other, but... Yeah, I mean, I we were talking about so. the evolution of, of Brody in the last couple of films we watched. Um, and in King of the Hill, he he was a pretty, Featured like... player. Big supporting character. Yeah. yeah. You know, he had, a, he had a lot of lines. He, was, he affected the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then in Angels in the Outfield, he had uh, only a couple of lines. He didn't he had, really... Like, you know good scenes yeah he was we we saw some screen time but his character wasn't really important no and then no. here we come to to this film where he's Completely. a back he's, he's in the background yeah yeah he's a background actor i mean these are you know and again these are two movies in 1994 he released three total which we'll get to next week mm. uh, yep. which goldberg will speak to later but you know Again, he's he's taking a step back. This is this is a bad year for him so far. However, it's, it's, like it's weird projects to pick. Yeah, but you know With he good... sees a movie story by Tarantino directed by Oliver Stone. And in '94, yeah. Oliver Stone is yeah, yeah he's, he's big. He's, he's big. After yeah, so he's he sees yeah. this movie. You know, after we don't JFK. we don't know what kind of role he was offered. Maybe they just cut scenes of his. It's very possible. It's possible. I mean, it's also possible that he's friends with somebody. On and you know was just around. Yeah, and it's and like, hey, like, like hey, come on this wanna, set. You know, Oliver Stone's here directing. You want to? You know, we got a lot around. of famous actors. <laughs> you like, want to pick up this? Th- yeah, he wasn't even supposed to be in it yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah pick up this, that, like, this camera. <laughs> Oliver Stone was just saw him on the street and it was like, hey, I saw you in Angels in the Outfield. We need somebody that's like a SAG with a SAG card yeah, that yeah. can be be uh, the guy holding the the blow dryer in this <laughs> interrogation scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I really hated this movie. So, yeah, yeah, it, was, I guess it was pretty just, bad. Just to confirm, I think we don't need to get further into it. We all didn't like this movie. Yes. So Do I speak for all of I've us? Been like, yes, you you did speak for all of us. I We I, had yeah. seen this previously. But, or, uh, well, hey, go ahead. We both... Okay, so at least for myself anyway, I am pretty sure that I saw the first 30 minutes of this movie. I'm the same. I definitely had remember those first couple scenes of them in the diner where it like kept on going keeps on going back and forth between all the different you know color and black and white and sort of like digital and stuff like that but man i i remembered it being stylish to the point of like i don't know nauseating kind of but i didn't I didn't remember just how shitty this was. You know, yeah. I, I know that like on my own when I was in high school, I definitely tried to watch it. Yeah. And then again, I think I saw maybe the first 20, 30 minutes after the sitcom scene. Maybe yeah. the intro part, maybe we watched it in a class. It's, I think oh, that's college. Yeah, maybe. It's, it may have been, I don't know what the point was to prove, like, but um, look, it certainly may have been. A, in a movie yeah. that, I think yeah. this movie would have worked as a short Really? Yeah, I mean, just it, just, it has like a point that it wants to get across, which it gets across in the first couple of minutes. Hmm. And using Maybe. the style, you know, they, they could have added, I don't know, I, I think it would have worked as a short. The most effective part of this movie was at the end when they did all like the montage of all the news clips that were... Um, yeah, were they crying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cut, cut up and... Yeah. I gotta yeah, what, it, it, if they worked in more of like... Maybe like real footage. Yeah, the newsreel yeah. stuff was yeah, yeah. fascinating. Of yeah, like that, things from, you know, from the OJ trial, if that's kind of yeah. what it's about. Like more like Mance and stuff. The, yeah. Yeah. I would or, say or making like them a, feel more real. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's absurd. Like it's yeah. so outrageous it, to the point that it, it 
loses all meaning, really. And it's defined as satirical in a lot of places, but I, I don't see that. I mean, that's a very loose well, term. Well, it was the whole, like, sitcom part, I guess, was I mean, there are satirical, satirical. aspects, I suppose, but yeah, like, I, I don't know if I would consider it satire. I mean, it's like a pretty No, I would not call it a film. Yeah. Sort of, I don't know, description Maybe, yeah, of what parts it... parts were, but not the film as a total. What it right. takes as reality. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, I will say that while I don't, while I didn't like this movie, I could understand why it could be considered a good movie, just because I think that like the style there, there's it has merit stylistically, and I think as far as someone like if you're you know going to school and looking to study you know sort of the theory behind editing and how to structure things, I could see this as being like a good. Mm-hmm. sort of teaching a bit of material for that. I mean, just because the, the editing I thought was very, very well done, despite being sort of obtrusive. I, I don't yeah. Know. I mean, yeah. And There's I certainly I a did, lot of effort put into it. I did. I, I did like the little bits where and it was super weird, but where they kind of cut in of characters who have like devil horns yeah. and they're like super green yeah. or super oh, red yeah. against a black backdrop. I thought that that was interesting. Yeah, but they I, just did that so many times. They, it was yeah, yeah. but it was like, it was like, like that really was like quick, represent you know. the demon in people. I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I guess, uh, and I like the the lighting in that um in that interview scene where they would oh yeah whatever it's not explained at all why um yeah. the color changes from you know like just normal sort of room lighting to uh, Woody Harrelson being basked in in blue yeah. or Robbie, Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr. you know covered in red. Yeah. You don't there's no explanation for those changes in lighting, but I do think that that was like a very it was it was interesting to look at at mm-hmm. least. Yeah, yeah, the lighting was and I I appreciate sort of certainly the, like I said a lot of effort the choreography that went into yeah. the camera movement, you know, and the change there's a lot of, of thought lighting. put into it. Yeah, it's you know, I didn't think it all stuck, but No, it does definitely you not. You certainly all saw but it's right. The coordination. Yeah, it's uh, it was impressive technically in that regard. Yeah. So, Adrian line of the week. They're easy because there isn't any. Not applicable. Again. Not applicable. We're back yep. to week one. Week He's one. had a line every movie since week one. New York stories. Mm, yeah. Um. So that that's it's a disappointment. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, charting charting Adrian's overall growth. I think it was you, Goldberg. You were speaking. To your thoughts on that, and I, I do agree. If you want yeah, to say that again, yeah. real quick. Well, it seems like he's going backwards from King of the Hill. Well, but that, but the part, you know, the Oliver Stone, and you know. Oh well, yeah, because he's he's taking a part in a movie with these big time names attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know, not Oliver Stone, and even like Woody Harrelson, and and Robert Downey Jr. and I mean, even Rodney Dangerfield in his only dramatic performance ever. And Rodney Dangerfield was pretty good. Yeah, I yeah, thought he, he, he pl- like really nailed that uh, creepy. He played a real creep, disgusting he did a good job. dad. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. did a really good job. Yeah, he he did. So good on you. I mean, I guess yeah, he's but, just. Hey, go ahead. I don't know. It's we. I know it's it's still early on in his career, but it would be nice to see uh, a little bit more growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point, it seems like he's just kind of networking. Yeah, um, but he's networking. But, yeah, but you. But I. What I worry about is that. He's networking, but he's he's not showing his skill, not to not well, to viewers, and potentially not to you know and uh, the filmmakers I agree, also. I agree with that, but I also think you know as a he's young. He's still how old is he in this? Like what twenty four, twenty five? 
as Sounds about right. 90, yeah. Someone, 94. I don't know, someone, you, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, no, I. It may be sort of fallacious for us to say like, oh, well, you he's know. 21. Oh, he's 21. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So, you know, okay, that makes even more sense. Why, yeah. I mean, I would, I, if I was an actor, and you know, I'll never be an actor. I don't want to be an actor at all. But if you're, I was. You're an and, actor and, to me. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> if, I don't know, if. Oliver Stone says, "Hey, do you want to be in my movie?" Yeah, like even as an extra. Like, yeah, yeah I'm, I want to get that to that FaceTime. Like, what during breaks? Like, hey, hey, Robert right. Downey Jr. You know, yeah. we're both and at the he, crafty it, table, it, it, like getting with Robert getting Downey snacks. Jr. It's right. with uh, Woody Harrelson. They were all and Tommy Lee Jones, Juliet Lewis, who at the time was was pretty big as well. She wasn't in his scene though. I mean, they weren't all on set together. That's true. That's true. I mean, this but, was you know they were right. in the same set. He, you know, he, he earns a couple bones. He's trying to pay the bills, you know, yeah. as a 21 year old. He's, he's he's padding his resume. It's the same as. I mean, we've all taken day, pretty poor jobs th- here and there. I think, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> he, he. It's like it's like all of we were early in our career. Yeah. You know, you get some good internships, you get some bad ones, you get some good jobs, some bad jobs. He's he's padding that resume. Yeah, I mean, and, and networking. And we, yeah, I mean, we know it worked. We we know how this this story. And not necessarily right. ends, but it's still ongoing. But you know, we know where he is right now. We, we know yeah. what type of I, roles he landed. I think that we, yeah, exactly. That's it. We we have higher expectations for him. Yeah, we right. we know we know we've seen what he's done so far. We know what he's destined to do. I think. Um, I don't, and I, and we don't want to lower expectations. Yeah, you know, he's just putting but in I his work like, right know, now. He's this is sort of the putting in his dues. Yeah, this is sort of the inherent vice of any watching any. Um, the arc of mm. anybody mm-hmm. you know like the, at the beginning the growth is going to be maybe not as aggressive yeah. or exponential as yeah we, i mean and, of and course it's different know, for everyone but and, that's what but, we're finding out you know right. that's the, it's a whole study on the growth of adrian pain. brody's career one yeah. as we know you know even after the pianist he was the, so he was the youngest obviously we know this so that he was the youngest um actor to ever win best actor at the oscars mm-hmm. but then you know there's a couple things he goes down from there is it's not just the trajectory is not up from there. Right. You know, it's tough. He has a couple of movies after yeah. that. I mean, it's just uh, uh, somebody's told me once life's not a marathon, but it's a series of sprints. I think Adrian wow. Brody had his first sprint huh. through the first few movies. I think um, he's he's slowed down a bit. Yeah. I okay. think that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. He's training. It's very profound. I know. We'll, we'll get some, right now. some great movies. Shout out, out to Corey Podolsky for that quote. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, speaking of shout outs. Oh. We got... We got some interesting news this week, um, sponsorship wise. Uh, just want to say big time shout out. You know, Greg, you is you it the New York this. Public Library? Well, I mean, oh. the New York well, yeah, Public Library has been, library. you know, just by yeah. our side <laughs> with this Very entire supportive. endeavor with this project. Mm-hmm. But also, um, Backseat Burger Time. Big shout out. Oh, big shout, shout out. out. Big ups Backseat. to Backseat Burger Time. <laughs> yeah, they're We're not entirely sure what products or services they uh, sell or yeah. provide, but. I think they're from the Dharma Initiative. Oh. Yeah. Well, that would make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, thank you, Backseat Burger Time, for whatever it is that has brought you to this, our little corner of the internet. Mm-hmm. But. We want to say thanks, and we are looking forward to whatever you're going to send us. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, it's a combination of a seat and a burger, a burger. but and a, and a watches. Oh, and watches! They sell watches too for the time. 
right. yeah, yeah. It's like a pocket yeah. watch or something well we'll look forward to it yeah. uh thanks again you guys are great you guys really you make the magic happen and new york public library very supportive shout out to the public library um for huge all right so What's charting adrian's overall growth uh we i think we just discussed that we just we're gonna we're gonna favorite brody scene so far i think well maybe maybe we've changed maybe our opinions have changed since last week i think i think Mm. my list stays the same yeah Yeah. i think nothing has changed yeah him mine's him running king of the hill just to that's what you guys and i have boy who cried bitch with i think i have boy who cried bitch as Mm. well with the the bipolar we're so you guys are in sync yeah so we're although i do love the the running scene yeah, I mean, can that be like one A and one B? Those like there the are two different pieces. aspects of. Oh. But we got to pick favorite. This is that's true. Yeah. You know, okay. once we once we start exceptions, it's true. It's everything goes yeah. to hell. All right, boy, you cried, bitch. Number one. Yeah, boy, you cried, bitch. Favorite scene, put... but just in terms of his performance, I still think his performance in King of the Hill is better. Yeah, performance okay. overall in King okay. of the Hill for me. I agree with that. I agree. You with agree that. with that? Oh, oh, I thought so you have all gone to King see, of the Hill. It's. Because I thought I last week you were the, still on Boy Who well, Cried Bitch. you know, and I, you guys have made some pretty compelling arguments over the course of this. Thank you. And, and it, it's just, you know, the <laughs> the overall performance in, in King of the Hill was, I think, stronger. Uh, you know, that the Boy Who Cried Bitch had that scene, but he was, you know, he didn't have as much to do. Hmm. And that one, that one showed more of his range, I think. Right. But King of the Hill, I think, overall. A it lot showed of, that he could be a... Yeah, you know. He, he had the character, character had to develop. Character. Yeah. The the character in in uh, Boy Called Bitch didn't develop, you know, but you know it, it was some good acting in there. It was a good it was a good scene. Yeah, I liked it. All right. So oh, but I mean, on the official list, where are we putting Natural Born Killers? Oh, I mean, oh. I'm putting Natural Born of Killers. Brody appearances, right? Yeah. Not just of movies. Uh, see, yeah, Brody appearances. That I'm gonna have a hard time separating. Yeah, the film from Brody's appearance in it. I mean, his yeah. appearance appearance was essentially nothing. I'm gonna put. I'm going to put it under New York stories. I'm putting this at the very bottom. Yep. Me I too. Um, very I bottom. I think the, just the sort of, I don't know how to describe it really. The, the composition of his appearance in the, the, the actual composition of the shot. And we talked about yeah. this last time yeah, yeah, about yeah. how it's sort of a Renaissance painting type, mm. type look. Mm. I think that just shout out to the podcast artwork. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, check out our brand spanking new podcast artwork. Yeah. when You get a chance. It's not new to you guys. Well, yeah. But well, at the time of recording, it's new. <laughs> we made it final. I, yeah, yeah. We made it. It was great. A lot of it was collaborative <laughs> effort. We got, we got some great stuff, but anyway, so the painting, I think the painterly aspect mm-hmm. of that, of that shot just does it for me. I don't yeah. know. And this, yeah. God, this movie just. Sucked. I mean, he didn't have any like facial expressions. It was just like a blank stare. Like there was, mm-hmm. even as a background act actor, it was. There and, was just nothing going on. And he was uncredited and didn't even have a name. Yeah. At, at the, right. In, in New York, in New York stories, stories, he, he was he had Mel. a name. And I think also, remember him as let's Mel. not forget that we had to have a tremendous discussion about whether or not the person that we saw in that shot was actually adrian brody we did yeah. have that in new york stories also but not as much but new york stories is more yeah. about finding where he was once we like figured out where he was there was no question it was like right. okay that's, that's Brody. Him. you yeah. can see it but this i one, mean even like you know, what he was like 16 or 18 in, in new york stories he was very young 16 16, 16 think, yeah right? we even we we could even tell the young adrian brody i, I don't know was, what was yeah. going on in this movie it, it was weird it's weird. Yeah, I, it doesn't look like him. It, to would, me. it just didn't no. look like him. 
and I don't know. And I think that that really just cements it as being just the bottom. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Like where, you know, we don't even know for a fact yeah. if that's actually him. Yep. And that should really say. So I'll do, it speaks. I'll do mine real miles. quick then. Starting at the bottom for birdie appearances. Do it. Uh, natural born killers. Okay. Angels in the outfield. Ooh. New York stories. Oh. Um, what were the what were the other two movies? We had Boy Who Cries Bitch. Boy Who Cries Bitch. Boy Cried Bitch. Excuse Boy me. Boy Who Cried Bitch. And, and then King, King of the, the Hill. Hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think for me the bottom is uh, Natural Born Killers, New York Stories, Angels in the Outfield, Boy Who Cried Bitch, and King of the Hill. And that's that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm with I'm with Adam on this one. Yeah. Because um, I remember last week uh, we also had that discussion whether Angels in the Outfield or New York Stories was at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, this and, and just, Greg had a, a different opinion. I did. This still do. really <laughs> takes the cake. Yeah, this is Yeah, I mean, worst. I'm glad we're all in agreement about this one. That yeah. is, that's the bottom of the barrel. Quote of the week. Let's do it. All right. This one is from Film Talk. Ooh. Two years ago. The title of the article is, the headline of the article is, Adrian Brody, colon, quote, the beauty about being an actor is to explore things that are unusual, end quote. Well, he certainly did that this week. This came out. This is a. This came out around a uh, time when Adrian was promoting the movie Third Person, mm. directed by Paul, Paul Haggis, Haggis. Yeah, the director of Crash. I'm. I'm. Especially, I'm impressed. I shouldn't be surprised. I'm impressed. You know this because I've never heard of this. Yeah, I, I, when I worked <laughs> when I worked in L.A., I read yeah. the script for that movie. How was it? Oh, okay. Um, I did not like it, mm. but I we um had sort of uh the foreknowledge that um certain certain actors and actresses were interested in it. Mm-hmm. And so I had to I had to give it a consider just because um, ah. I think Liam Neeson, Olivia Wilde, and Paul Haggis were circling. Uh, Paul Haggis mm. was attached. And Brody? No Brody. No, not that no. I knew of mm-hmm. at the time anyway. I think... I think Liam Neeson. It was Liam Neeson. Anyway, I had to give it a consider, but I did not like the script. It was, it was sort of silly. So I, as we are early in Brody's career... Um, somebody asked a question that I thought was interesting, and I don't know if it relates to the roles we've seen him in yet, but I think it does. It still it still sets the standard for Brody. But the interviewer asked him, "What standards do you use to accept or refuse a part?" Mm. Huh. Um, Great question. And Brody says, "I have to live freely and follow my own journey, and so at different times I'm attracted to different things and different sensibilities to the people that I'm collaborating with. But ultimately, ultimately." It has to be a character and a journey that I'm curious about or eager to learn from and go down that path. But so many other variables are really not a constant. The one thing that it has to be, is it something new and has it a degree of risk to it? Or will it allow some growth for me either in my work or in my mis- or in my understanding about life? I think that speaks to this role. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's you know, he's like, he, he's, he's kind of being a little wishy-washy, but I think that's kind of the way he has to be. He's kind of <laughs> saying like, because somebody could be like, well, then why'd you pick this crappy role, like this right. movie, you know, yeah. or something like that. But he's saying as long as I get something out of it. He's pretty much yeah. saying any role that I ever choose, I'll get something out of it. That's yeah. effectively what I yeah. see that as. And I mean, there's clearly a theme, I think, with most of these quotes that we've read is that Adrian Brody is a fiercely, fiercely independent man. Right. Oh, absolutely. Very erudite, yeah. too. I, I, you know, it's a, it was a very nuanced opinion i feel yeah. like um, oh yeah and it's probably one that you know developed over the course of his career yeah oh yeah absolutely. but you know if we would have to i would have to say that i mean even 
even with these small roles, he's gotten something out of this. I mean, mm -hmm. right. And that's why probably, I mean, that's my guess why he chose this one yeah. as well is to, you know, kind of schmooze a little bit. And that's yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. No, he didn't get anything out on screen. No, but, but just in terms of the connections he made, Oh, with, yeah. well, you know, it's all, we're all assuming. Right. You know, and we don't, Actually, yeah, we no weren't we weren't on set. We we didn't see him much as we would like schmooze to. with with people. Right. Set. But that's I I don't know. I mean you go from being really like heavily featured in a couple movies to being an uncredited extra. You have to assume it's for something a little bit more than the screen time. Right. You know, I mean we, we don't know. We don't know what was going on in a 21-year-old Adrian Brody's head. Yeah. In 1994. Maybe he really bought the argument that natural born killers was pushing. I don't know. Or, yeah, or he wanted to sleep with somebody in the cast. <laughs> yeah. Saw Juliet Lewis. Was hot. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. he could, you know, we don't know. It's All true. right. Well, I mean, um, it, what about a uh, next movie? Yeah, next movie. Um, what do we got next? Jailbreakers. It's from nineteen ninety four. A made for TV movie. Mm. Uh, so, should be interesting. Uh, Greg's roommate. Actually, yeah, right. We think Mike had seen it. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "What was that Adrian Brody movie about breaking out of jail?" Whoa! Spoiler alert. Well, we. Uh oh, crap! I assume. Well, I mean, yeah. I I, maybe it's I about, can only assume from the title. Maybe it's about like reselling uh, used iPhones. <laughs> mm. Well, that'd be really like, ahead 1994. Of its time. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not so yeah. sure. That'd be really ahead yeah. of its time. So as this is a made-for-TV movie, um, we believe it's going to be a little more difficult to find. Oh, we found a couple of websites here and there that seem to have the movie. Haven't tested it out yet, but uh, we we we're, hope to we're, we're to find a, a high-quality stream. Yeah, we we are confident. Yeah, that we're, that we're we'll confident. be able to watch this. Well, I think that's it. Thank you, everybody, for the for listening as yeah. always. Yeah, keep following along. Give us uh, some rates and reviews on iTunes. Yeah. Tell all your friends. Can you oh, comment? Please, uh, please tell your yeah, friends. Yeah, well, podcast. in reviews. Yeah, in like reviews. reviews, you can. Oh, so could you review individual episodes? No. No, oh, yeah. At least okay. not on not on iTunes. Mm. On SoundCloud, you can kind of drop those little, you know, little, oh, little yeah. boots. Oh, yeah. Like right, right, right. Yeah, kind of, yeah. 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 See, I would love to hear what other people have to think about. Not just, um, not necessarily adrian's role in this movie but about this movie in yeah. general i would love to know because mm -hmm. I, I especially from someone who thought it was good right yeah i feel like this is a very polarizing film yeah where we would there you would pitch be a lot us of good discussion yeah yeah you yeah. think it's you know, a good I'm, movie? I'm always tell willing to why, change my opinion tell us why we're wrong i because mm -hmm. right now i'm pretty firmly in the in the this yeah. movie was garbage uh, yeah mm -hmm. camp but i can be persuaded i yeah. would love to hear from you specifically, yeah, if you're okay. willing, you put know your, uh, talking directly to you. Put your phone number in there. Put your yeah. home address. We'll <laughs> Maybe come your by. Social security number. We'll, we'll have dinner. Yeah, yeah we'll, you know. We'll, we'll tell you. We'll bring wrong. some pizza. Yeah, we'll yeah. bring a pizza pie. Yeah, all the fixings. All the fixings. All the fixings. All right, but well, it that's can't it. Be Papa John's. No. Can't be. It can't be. Yeah. Inside joke. <laughs> all right. Maybe next time. Thanks, everybody. All right. Yeah!